Welcome to SEC Unfiltered, home of the best SEC content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code SECU to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Prize Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry guys. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sports entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports. Pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of, they have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews as well. Guys, so many fans and listeners of SEC Unfiltered have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. Well, so again, go download the Price Picks app or go to PricePicks.com, and when you do, use the promo code SECU to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from SEC Unfiltered sent you. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Alabama, Crimson Tide, and the first storyline is a big one, and an easy one, Blaine, as already, Ryan Grubb, what he last? A couple weeks, right? He's headed to the Seattle Seahawks. I think you mentioned, too, off-air, the offensive line coach is now gone. It sounds like promotion could come from within. Of course, Kirby Moore has been a name thrown around from Mizzou. There's been others, but it sounds like this promotion 
could come from within. But there's already a ton of change going on in Tuscaloosa with Nick Saban hanging it up. Kalen DeBoer gets the job. Then he begins to assemble his staff. And already he's got to make a change in the coordinator spot. It's been a rough last month or so for Alabama fans. Your thoughts on Grubb taking this job? And again, this is a guy that's been with DeBoer seemingly every single step of the way. Uh, and them also waiting until the final day of the portal being open late in that day. Interesting. Interesting move, yeah. to say the least. But uh, Calculated. Calculated indeed. I, I think, you know, to, to be fair, I think you've got to be somewhat calculated in this transfer portal era. And, you know, guys can up and leave. So I think coaches have to be strategic. But all in all, thoughts on what is Alabama going to do in the offensive side of the football? Because, again, spring ball is about to start. You know, you've got pieces on the offensive side. I know Bama was gutted by the portal, but they don't have a play caller right now, at least one that's officially named. The thoughts on the latest fallout with this grub situation? Yeah, I mean, I think that first, Kalen DeBoer is, is someone who's going to have his system in place, so I don't think it's as – I mean, it's a big deal because Ryan Grubb was calling plays, okay? I mean, he was the the, the play caller at Washington. Uh, DeBoer, like I said, heavily involved, but you know as well as I do, Chris, it's just now to the point where if you're a head coach, unless you're just, I mean, up there and maybe maybe DeBoer is, but if you're up there and proven done it with the play calling level of also being a head coach of like a Lane Kiffin, uh, you know, like a Steve Sarkeesian, it's just tough with all the NIL and everything else going on that you have to manage, the, the, the roster movement, all that kind of stuff, particularly when there's a big transition like going from Saban uh, to the DeBoer era. So, you know, what they're talking about here, and when we see reports out here, Adam Rittenberg of ESPN saying that Scott Huff is likely the OL coach, likely to leave. So that's even bigger now, okay, because you got Grubb gone, and now Scott Huff is going to follow him to the Seattle Seahawks. So that's two coaches, a coordinator, coordinator, quarterback coach, and an offensive line coach gone that you're going to now have to replace. They're talking about moving Nick Sheridan, the tight ends coach, to coaching quarterbacks and being the play caller, but he's going to be co-OC with Jamarcus Shepard, wide receivers coach there, according to reports out there from ESPN. And that's that's not settled, but that's what they're they're leaning towards doing. I looked into Sheridan a little bit. He was the offensive coordinator at Indiana uh, for a season. It then followed uh, where DeBoer was, and then followed DeBoer to to Washington. After that, once DeBoer left, it kind of, they were kind of a year apart there. So he has called plays before, uh, but doesn't have a ton of experience when it comes to that. Although Rittenberg at ESPN here is saying that Sheridan could be the play caller going forward. I think the biggest thing is now you not only have to deal with at least with Ryan Grubb, you knew what you were getting if you were Kalen DeBoer. You knew how you worked with him in terms of a whether he was a kind of like an author, a ghostwriter of a book, or he was actually the author of the book. You know, you knew what you were getting. Now you've got to work this relationship with Sheridan in that role. And we all of it, all of it, Chris, is the biggest thing is how does Jalen Milrow fit into this system that is more geared on pocket, throwing the ball down the field intermediate crossing routes, things of that nature. And, you know, his athleticism is really what Tommy Reese started to take advantage of middle to late in the season. So I'm, I'm just fascinated to see how it all works out. But getting an offensive line coach and now getting a tight ends coach, if they do make that move, 
is going to be paramount, and you got to get that done in a matter of days. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blaine, I think change is the word of the spring for Alabama. And I don't know if there's a spring game that I'm more intrigued to watch than this one because it's 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 crazy how in just a month's time, I mean, this Alabama football team, this entire program, it looks completely different than it did a month ago from Nick Saban's retirement the you know the changes in regards to the roster the portal gutted this football team Alabama Blaine ranks 115th in college football Bill Connolly releasing his yearly SP plus returning production rankings which you know I think a lot of fan bases they take offense to this because you know some will say well just because we have x amount of percentage returning it doesn't mean why well you're right it doesn't but it does help right Missouri last year had, what, 80% of experience returning. We should have seen the breakout season coming probably. If you have a lower amount, it doesn't guarantee a bad year, but there's a lot of change. Alabama Blaine, 115th in college football with returning production, 44%. 44%. So a lot of change in Tuscaloosa. Uh, starts at the top with Kalen DeBoer, of course. I, I wonder if Julian Sayan had not left, I wonder if Jalen Milrose even your starting quarterback. I really do. I think there – do you think there's a legitimate quarterback battle in Tuscaloosa? I mean, again, you lose Julian Sayan, but you have to wonder. I, I had questions about Jalen Milrow and could they win a national championship with Jalen Milrow even if nothing changed. And Nick Saban was back and everything was status quo. Now with all these moving pieces – I felt good about Ryan Grubb and them tapping into his skill set and getting the most out of him. But, I mean, I, I just – I don't know, Blaine. Because I, I, I had my doubts about Jalen Milrow already. I thought those doubts were exposed at times last year. You look at the numbers. I mean, he was impressive. He's a fantastic athlete. But I don't think it's unfair to say there's a real quarterback battle. Well, I just wonder who that would be. I mean, is Ty Simpson going to be that guy? Dylan Lonegren had some – Really good things said about him at spring last year, but I, I think right now, based on the – here's one thing for, for Kalen, the only reason I'd push back a little bit on it is because there is no doubt, zero doubt, that Jalen Milrow is the leader of that team in terms of the emotional tie of it, and that DeBoer is already coming in and all that change that you talked about and all that, that just – 
equity that Saban had built up over decades and, and you know, been been there and change and all this kind of stuff. It might be that you just have to say, hey, we're going to assimilate him to this offense the best we possibly can. We're going to, you know, we're going to be malleable as coaches and we're going to adapt our system to fit his strengths and really bring him along in the other areas because everybody believes in him so much link and all that kind of stuff you know i mean it's a it's it's a real deal that the the presence there that he has as a leader and and some of the things he was able to do for alabama so i don't think we can discount that but my question is you know that it will be a big deal because if he is going to use his his legs and things like that the sec is a physical league you're one play away from needing so who can be that backup guy if or the guy that can push him and it's really going to be a battle between dylan lonegren uh, and Ty Simpson. So, you know, uh, I think uh, Eli Holstein, he, he hit the portal. He's out. So um, it's really going to be those two, and especially with Julian saying gone. So Lonegren's a talented kid now. I will t- tell you this. If he doesn't end up playing at Alabama in the next year or so, and, of course, Austin Mack came over from, from Washington, who knows? People say that he's really talented. <laughs> we'll see if he ends up being that guy. He's got familiarity with DeBoer. But – I would think those other two guys have have a shot. I will say this: if Dylan Lonergan doesn't end up getting to play at Alabama over the next year or two, you're going to hear his name somewhere else, and he's going to be talented. And it'll either be a starting quarterback for a college football team, or he's going to be uh, a high draft pick in the MLB because the dude can. I mean, he's sitting mid nineties uh, on the mound, and he, and he he's got a got a nasty breaking pitch as well. So, uh, really talented kid. We'll see if, what he ends up doing. And you make a great point, Blaine, back to Jalen Milrow. You know, I think for Kalen DeBoer, one of your top priorities early on is continuing to earn the trust and the respect of your locker room, of your football team. I, I do agree with you to a point that, I mean, I think it should be open competition, but Jalen oh, yeah. Milrow is is that guy to, to where if you bench him, you do risk how is the rest of my football team going to respond to this, a guy who's been a – a leader. He's selfless. We saw last year in the South Florida game, right? He got benched. He came back. Uh, I, I thought that was really courageous, and I thought it was really admirable the way he responded to that adversity. So, to your point, I think they stick with him. Defensively, too, Blaine. I mean, again, how much can we really learn? What will we see in the spring game? This is going to continue to be a storyline going into kickoff, but I mean, you've got Kane Womack on the defensive side, who was really good as a head coach at South Alabama. Defenses were fantastic. All the football folks I talk to, they rave about this guy. They talk about how great he is. He's a great recruiter. His defenses, the, the the schemes, the systems, what have you, really young secondary. We mentioned the word change. They brought in those three five-star signees. Caleb Downs has gone to Ohio State. Um, we're, I'm so used to saying, Blaine, with Alabama that, you know, yesterday's bench players are tomorrow's stars, but – you know, they're going to be asking a lot of young guys to make a lot of big plays early on. Good news is, though, you've got these early enrollees. But, I mean, it's a new-look secondary and a lot of new pieces for Kane Womack to, uh, to put together. Listen to these names. Jameer, Jameer Grimsley, who was a highly touted high school kid and never even got going, he's at Florida now. Caleb Downs, Ohio State. Trey Amos, Ole Miss. Jake Pope, Georgia. Des Ricks, Texas A&M. Anton- Antonio Kite, Auburn. Earl Little. Junior goes to FSU, Christian Story, Kentucky, Teron Arnold, Kool-Aid McKinstry, Jalen Key, all to the NFL. You lose all of those guys. The only guy you got coming back with any kind of experience, Malachi Moore, 
really that edge, Jalil Hurley a little bit, Devontae Smith a little bit. The rest of these guys, no no experience, brand new as freshmen. You got Damani Jackson coming in who, listen, Damani Jackson's going to have to, uh, you know, get that Alex Grinch stench off of him uh, over there from <laughs> USC coming over because don't know what's going on with that. But, man, it is going to be – that is something we are going to be able to see in the spring. Are there busted coverages? You know, you can see that clearly. Uh, in a spring game, if there's a busted coverage by a young kid not doing what he's supposed to on the back end, and especially when you have to subdivide this secondary and, and turn it into two different teams and stuff like that, we're going to see some MAs. We're going to see some missed assignments. We're going to see some stuff like that. I want to see these guys be able to tackle in the secondary. I want to see them uh, just not bust coverages, and I think that's all you can ask for if you're Alabama right now in the spring with that young secondary, but they ought to be very, very talented up front. Uh, still got a lot of talent up front. Deontay Lawson coming back at the linebacker position, he's going to have to be a just true, true leader there for for uh, Kane Womack and all, and all those guys, so I'm excited to see it. Excited to see how this Alabama defense is going to kind of mature during this spring because there is going to be a lot of youth. And you mentioned, Blaine, the line of scrimmage. A lot of talent, a lot of question marks. They were not good last year, historically bad. You mentioned losing the O-line coach. That's a huge loss. We cannot overstate how big of a loss this is. Blaine, we're going to do this for every single team. One player that you're most excited to hear about, and we can have the same answers because I went back and forth on this. I mean, it's got to be Jalen Milrow, man. I'm just – I'm I'm uh, – fascinated to hear how he's adjusting to you know a, a new scheme how he's adjusting to things with Kalen DeBoer also his leadership right I think this is going to be a guy they're going to talk about a lot again whether it's in press conferences media availability whatever and then of course watching in the spring game don't know how much he'll play but is there a guy other than Jalen Milrow that you're excited to, to hear about that you're excited to hear this coaching staff uh, dive into detail on how he's doing in spring or, or do you go with the Alabama QB1? No, I, I think I, I'm excited to see what Justice Haynes does uh, because Justice Haynes is a guy that I think could have and probably should have gotten a lot of carries last year for Alabama, okay? I think he's the most talented running back on that on that roster, really. Uh, but he, you know, Saban's loyal, was loyal to guys that stuck around and played and, and did things like that. And now uh, Justice Haynes gets his opportunity, I believe, this year. Him and Jam Miller kind of uh, – kind of 1A, 1B for me, if if there's going to be a time, I don't care how high-flying you are, Chris, or how open your offense is or things of that nature, there's going to be a time in the SEC where you've got to run the football, whether it's four minutes at the end of the day, end of the game, close something out, stuff like that. And Justice Haynes is a guy who in high school was getting the ball 35, 40 times a game. I'm telling you, he's, he's a dude, and, and he's got that pedigree. He's got the fire. He's got the hunger. I think you'll, you'll see big things out of him and Jim Miller for Alabama this year.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.